Hello. Let's. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say let's, like let's do this kind of thing. <laughs> you ended it with Lex. I'm like, oh, that's the end of it. Okay, okay, that's cool. It. That's it. It's bad bitch oh, o'clock. Lord. It's it's thick thirty. It is. It's time to get started. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> oh Lord, it's only Wednesday, motherfucker. All right. Yeah. How you feeling? How you feel right now? Uh, I'm chill. I'm tired, but I'm chill. You know. Yeah. How you I, doing? I feel you. Oh. I, been down and under pressure but otherwise okay you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be that's that's how it'd be sometimes yeah. i feel that i have to do a bunch of new stuff at my job so i feel the pressure of that as well yeah i got a feeling i'm gonna be all right though i mean just changes at my job and just yeah management management shifts all right so oh uh, yeah the vaguest of vague all right i'll give you this there's a, there's, I've been at my company, my, my, uh, mysterious day job for 20 years. It has sure. funded many of my shenanigans and has allowed me to do things like publish my own comic and fund various podcast endeavors, of course, yeah. with, with the help of viewers like you. And by you, mm-hmm. I'm motioning towards the listeners, of course. Welcome, by the way. Yes. So over the past 20 years, we've seen many rivals come and go. For the woman-owned uh, place of employment that I work at, okay. and uh, over over the years there have been, as, as I mentioned, many rivals who have, who have uh, come and gone. But much like a uh, CW drama in its late stages and its late seasons, let's say like season six or seven, when old enemies start to come back and become allies, <laughs> that has happened in real life. Where people who we at one point wouldn't spit on if they were on fire, uh, oh lord, <laughs> have come back into the picture and and have become colleagues of mine. Well, now Oof. one of those parties, uh, since since the woman who ran my place of employment has uh, retired during my tenure, they now are the director of this uh, place of employment. So I I am shocked by this turn of events i have nothing against this party but my goodness if if she could see who's in charge she'd be rolling over in her grave right now if she were dead but she's not thankfully i was gonna say she she can see it hopefully (laughs) (laughs) right because my first question has anybody told her (laughs) everyone's like no depends on how old she is yeah no she's she's a she's a spry one no matter the age she's one of those right, that's gonna tell her she might kick some ass she's a betty white i tell you that Ooh. she's amazing and that's all i'll say but yeah things are things are happening so yeah everybody's back up in the building but we're on the same team now it's it's weird so you're are you in full time or are you still doing half and half? Oh, it's going to increase in a month. Ugh. We're going to start uh, bringing in more people to the office. So why? I don't understand it. Well, I don't know about the inner workings of your job, but a lot of these jobs can be done remotely. It doesn't make sense. I agree. I totally agree with you. And I know you are the spokesperson for remote working uh, at this at this present time, as are many Americans and people around the world. So, yeah. yeah. All right, but enough about shitty jobs. I like my job, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. It's about damn time to start the show. I was going to say, that's just, if you guys hear me going, I like my job, my job's great, stuff like that. That's me just trying to convince Matt to come work for my company, basically. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the show. Yes, yes, What yes. you want to start with? Let's start with a little bit about that She-Hulk trailer. Yeah. Tatiana Maslany, um, how do you pronounce her name? I feel like I butchered it. Do you have a better idea? Tatia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to pronounce her name. That, that sounds right to me. Tatiana Maslany has has morphed into a a She Hulk before our very eyes. She's amazing. I've always enjoyed her work. She was mm-hmm. incredible. No pun intended. Of course, on um, that Orphan one Black. show that escapes Orphan my Black. mind. Orphan, Orphan Black. Black. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Orphan Black. Oh, it's it's a trip. She's uh, it's one of those things where she plays uh, multiple characters with different mm-hmm. personalities. Yeah, and I must have seen at least an episode of it because I remember that. Like, I remember she like encounters herself. It, like meets one version of herself or whatever you know yeah but yeah um no it looked really good like the cg is kind of rough in parts but like two i mean two factors for that one it's a trailer for a thing that's not done yet two it is a tv show it's right. not a 300 million dollar uh you know marvel box office hit um, they're going to put a lot of money into these TV shows, but not necessarily that much. I don't think they can do that much. Yeah, yeah. You know? She-Hulk is one of my favorite characters. Um, okay. Just, you know, period. Like, I am a fan of the Hulk, but yes. in every iteration of Hulk media, I always look forward to when his cousin shows up because it's one of the silliest ideas in comics, <laughs> you know, it's they were of, like, let's make a girl version. Yes, it's one of the laziest ideas that yeah. any comic can have, where it's just like, hey, we've got this popular, uh, you know, character aimed at at men and and boys, and all right, how can we how can we get in the other half of the demo? I know, let's make the same character, but put a she or a femme or a girl mm-hmm. in the title and it'll be like some loosely related person who has never appeared in the, in the comic or, or the show or movie before. But you know, let's, let's go ahead and do that. But what's great about it is like, this was seen as a progressive move back in 1980 when they created the character. And when John Byrne, who was a problematic creator, and we'll leave it at that, when he got a hold of the character, he decided to really take it up a notch and basically turn She-Hulk uh, into a uh, a kind of comedic, tongue-in-cheek, fourth-wall-breaking character before Deadpool was yeah. even a twinkle in Fabian uh, Fabian Nicieza and and Rob Liefeld's eye, their their conjoined eye. So, I mean, the character broke a lot of barriers, and she's yeah. always been funny, always entertaining. And I saw someone was saying, I can't, God, I can't remember who it was. They were saying that it's reminded, or it was basically pulled from, I don't know how much it's based off of, but like a recent She-Hulk run, mm, okay, or something like that, like a lawyer, like the lawyer element to it. I was curious if you knew what that was, because I'd be interested in possibly reading that. Okay, so I'm not I'm not familiar with a recent run of She-Hulk's, but the John Byrne run that I mentioned is the one that's most commonly okay. Uh, that's probably what they were celebrated. referring to then. What's What's cool about the uh, show as well is one of the the best comedic comic writers is attached to it as well, Zeb Wells, who um, oh god, I love Zeb Wells. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that Zeb Wells has been married to Heidi Gardner of SNL since 2010? No, I had no clue, but I've hmm. I've read some of his stuff before. Yeah, yeah, he's really yeah. Good. he's a great writer. Yeah, he's so great. I'm excited about this. I'm ready for a little bit more comedy, like comedic action. Yes. I love that in 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 uh in comic book media. Go figure, right? So we have yeah. the culmination of a few things happening here. We have uh the abomination shows up in the trailer. So we're getting the return of that character finally in a big way. I know there was a cameo in uh, Shang-Chi, but, you know, this is like the first full return of Emil Blonsky uh, mm-hmm. that we've seen since the, the uh, you know. Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Speaking of that, we've got the official return of Bruce Banner as the smart Hulk, as the credible Hulk, as I like to call him. <laughs> He's back and he's going to at least be a, a a side character on this show. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm all I for also it. think this is why they're going to revert him back to human form a lot. Yeah. Um, to save CGI. I hope so because but, I'm sure it's taxing. Like they've already yeah. got the CG developed for the Hulk in that, uh, yeah. you know, in that fashion. So I don't think that's going to be as taxing on them. But even just putting him on the screen, like you can just see the yeah. dollar signs just rolling. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's why they are doing that. For sure. You know, this is a this is a breath of fresh air for me after Moon Knight. Like, I know a lot of people loved it and I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. It was just a little bit too dry for me. Like, as far as a Marvel movie or project, rather, 
I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't care. It, I, I don't think it's it's spoiling too much just by saying that it's it's so on the outskirts of everything Marvel. Yeah, I heard it's not really connected much. Yeah, which I'm like, mm, okay. And we kind of touched on that a couple episodes ago too, so I'm not gonna rehash that. But yeah, for me, like, I want something that's like, okay, we have a connection to this large tapestry, uh, you know, of, of a comic world that's going on right now, and and here's a little. Here's a little uh, slice of it, not just like, oh, this is happening. It could be part of the bigger story or not. Who knows? But right, you know, yeah, Moon Knight was was less tied to the grand scheme of Marvel than the Defender stuff was, which is saying a lot. So okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't feel any need to watch it. Like I, yeah, I I like the idea of some of it being very important and some of it just being supplemental. You can watch it if you want. Also, whatever, do what you want, you know? Right. Um, like, you will get more little things if you've seen this other stuff, you know? The impact of seeing Daredevil in, um, you know, the latest Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. will have a bigger impact if you've watched Daredevil. Um, you know, stuff like that. Like, I like the rewards of that, but I... I I don't want it to be, you know, you have to watch this. I'm fine with them being like, okay, you have to watch WandaVision before, like one thing, you know, <laughs> before you watch, uh, what is it, Doctor, the Doctor Strange 2. But like, if they were like, hey, you got to watch Moon Knight and Loki and what if, and, mm-hmm. you know, like if they were going through all that, I'd be like, fuck off. I can't. I can't <laughs> do it. It's too much. So. I, I want to kind of veer back, and you're right, and I agree with you. I'm sorry. Let me let me reaffirm you on that. I totally agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just so excited about this trailer. I kind of want to talk about it a yeah. little bit more. So one of the one of the factors about her personality is that you know, unlike when Bruce Banner becomes the Hulk and he's like, "Oh, I'm a monster. I'm terrible. No one will ever love me," and all that you know, mental anguish and stuff like that. When uh, Jennifer Walters turns into the She-Hulk, she's like, I'm fine as fuck. What's up? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just, she's like, I've been through a lot, but I'm still flirty. And she's on Tinder and she's like going through, you know, just swiping, swiping, swiping. And then we Well, that's get- what's so funny. My dad watched this trailer and he's <laughs> like, I don't understand this movie. They're just like, they're, they want to like do the, the big green lady or whatever. Yes. Or like TV show. And I was like, Dad, yeah, that's like, and I was like, this is the most realistic Marvel thing ever made because that is one hundred percent what would happen right. if there was a what? What is she? Probably seven foot tall, green mat like monster of a woman yeah. kind of thing. She would be getting it left and right. Absolutely, anyone she wanted. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's uh, almost verified by the obsession. Uh, over the past couple years with yeah. that Resident Evil uh, character, Lady Dimitrescu. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the fan art, all the, all the uh, you know, cosplay and everything like boys, that. All the boys want to be a short king for her. Everybody yeah. was yeah. just, like, fascinated by this giant woman. Hell, Steven they want to climb her. I get it. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Steven Universe sang a song about it. Everybody understands. <laughs> we get it. Totally. Yeah, so I love that, too. It was really funny. Um, like you said, it was action comedy, which is what we need right now, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, um, think I haven't is... seen Doctor Strange 2, but I've heard it's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the same. So we've had a lot of heaviness. Um, I think Hawkeye was another one that kind of gave a little bit of like of a like relief from that. So I like that they're continuing that kind of making more fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that was almost, uh, that was almost unexpected just because Clint's usually a serious guy, but the uh, supporting cast really bought the comedy out of his, uh, his dry. uh, That's the beautiful part about it, right? It's that he's the straight man dropped in the comedy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, this one, this one looks really, really interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. When does it premiere? I don't know. <laughs> you would think we would we would glean that information, but you know how it is with the Marvel stuff. It's like it's coming. You know, just be she ready. She Hulk. Just be ready. It's coming. She Hulk. 
August 17th. All right. There you go. You got a jingle and everything. Attorney at Law. Is this the comic I'm thinking of? Maybe. We'll do some more research and come back with that info. But yeah. I mean, even uh, no, the, that's the name of the show. Even the fact that it says She Hulk Attorney at Law. Like, come on. That is. This is yeah, going to be great. Like <laughs> looking logo i love it yeah i'm excited yeah la law meets she hulk we're gonna i feel like we're gonna see matt murdoch at least do like a walk-on cameo on this too i they hope fucking better yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be mad if they don't because i mean you know they're colleagues and they, they might be on opposite sides of a trial you never know she defends a oh. lot of uh you know cd level villains in the comics too so it, it's going to be a half hour show Oh, nice. That's even I thought better. it was going to be an hour show. That's uh, yeah, that's great. Better. I feel, yeah, I feel like this will <laughs> this will be a nice one for people that aren't even really into uh, yeah. the, the the overall the overarching story of the comics. I feel like this will just be like, okay, this is something fun to watch on a weekly basis. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. What, what we got up next? What was it? Oh, oh. I, I, I don't know. All these other notes are yours. What? I don't even know what's happening here. Oh no. Oh, uh, there is a a small announcement or whatever that uh, Mindy Kaling. Just speaking of like, you know, uh, franchises or whatever. Mm. Mindy Kaling is doing a Velma TV show for yeah. HBO Max. Hmm. Um, it's going to be a part of the, they're, they're bringing out a bunch of adult animation shows. So I guess it's going to be darker. Um, they've also given a two season order reboot to clone high. <laughs> well, that's interesting too. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of people who like really fuck with clone high. I haven't. I've never seen it, but I might go back now. Yeah. I think, was it on MTV or was it yeah, Cartoon it was. Network? It was okay. an MTV show. So that was one of those periods I wasn't watching MTV where it was like specifically, specifically catering the tweens. And I'm like, all right, I'm good right now. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back around when the videos come back. And <laughs> guess what? They never did, man. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm 40 years old. I deserve to be I'm... one of those like people who complain about MTV not having music anymore. Mm-hmm. So let me die on that hill. I'm really excited. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring up this story was not necessarily anything to do with, uh, like, the Velma show as much as I'm excited that they're expanding on adult animation and okay. investing in adult animation a little bit more because yeah. I enjoy a lot of adult animation. That's usually what I favor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping that HBO Max will be the ones to go, hey, we're going to make more King of the Hill, guys. I don't know. Man. I want someone to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got to happen eventually. I mean, especially with it seems like Mike Judge is really just chomping at the bit to get back into the creative uh, mood. Yeah, know? I think they're I think they're developing it now, but they haven't officially sold it. So That's here's what something. I think Caleb was telling me. Here's something tangentially that I read about uh, that unfortunately is maybe not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love, I love a spinoff of a spinoff. You know, that's, okay. that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, they are making a Daria spinoff based on her friend Jody. Okay. And apparently, uh, it was going to be a, uh, a series and now it's going to be a, a movie, like a made for TV type movie. I, I never watched Daria, so I have no, like, I understand it's a beloved thing though. So that does suck for fans of that. Yeah, franchise, but it's just so interesting to me that this this character that spun off of Beavis and Butthead, who was a Mike Judge creation, uh, had nothing to do with Mike Judge for the spinoff in any way whatsoever, mm-hmm. which, which still still boggles the mind. And now they've taken this show and they're chopping off another piece off of that. It's 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 kind of interesting to me. And so I wonder if like Mike Judge is going to come back. And like, do something with this. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance at Darius, so I'm gonna take this piece here. I don't know. That's just interesting to me. But all that is to say, yeah, yeah that I is. mean, adult uh, animation really is, you know, here to stay. Um, adult Swim has been a tentpole in entertainment for years now. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, as as avant garde as that can be, sometimes you know they've really got yeah. some solid contenders for some really good shows, like. Uh, of course, um, the Venture Brothers is one of my favorites. Uh, you know, Rick and Morty is up there, of course. 
Metalocalypse, just stuff serialized like that that is Mm -hmm. more adult, but also just a little wacky. (laughs) You know, it doesn't have to be super serious all the time. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah, so I'm just like okay. I'm always open to new ones. I also like sometimes Adult Swim can get too weird for me. So when other Absolutely. networks expand and do their own adult animation, sometimes it becomes a little more palatable for me. That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see, you know, what comes out of this. Uh, especially as Netflix is becoming less of a thing and like. Ooh. Netflix now has like you know three shows that I watch kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, we can we can get into that uh, a little yeah. bit too. But I wanna I wanna polish off the Velma thing here. Yeah, it intrigues me. First of all, um, and I, I I'm not really the world's biggest Scooby Doo fan. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, same. I'm a casual Scooby Doo fan. I'm a I casual when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I I can't even say I enjoy like the Scooby Doo show itself, or I have enjoyed it in my lifetime. I can say I've enjoyed a pup named Scooby Scooby Doo. Pup named Scooby Doo was so fucking good. It really was, and there's just some charm about it that all the other ones just lack. And I don't know if it's me being the wrong type of fan or what, but. That was my favorite one. That was the one I could watch mm-hmm. whenever it was on. Um, the live action movies, of course, we were introduced to uh, some Hollywood royalty. <laughs> Relationships were, were made. Right. Some lifetime bonds from from that cast, you know, so that's kind of great. Um, the sequel happened, which was okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, that was a prequel though, wasn't it? No, 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 no. It was they had an official sequel, which was called Monsters Unleashed, and it had Scrappy Doo. Oh yeah, okay, that's right. I remember that. Didn't they do a prequel as well? They did a prequel, but it didn't yeah. feature any of the original cast. Okay, yeah, yeah, because they they used to try to do that back in the day, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, they did that with a lot of franchises. Yeah, yeah. So uh, over the years, of course, Scooby Doo has seen many iterations. Uh, some a little bit more serious, like Mystery Incorporated. Uh, some, of course, wacky, like, uh, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, which kind of tried to recapture that whole idea that there was a guest star on every episode. Yeah. It got super meta at one point where the, the, the gang, the Scooby gang actually met the voice actors who play them in the cartoon. So (laughs) it's kind of eclectic too, because they, they met Frank Welker, um, Who's the guy that plays Shaggy in the live action? Uh, Matthew Lillard? Yes, yeah. Matthew Lillard. Right, right. And then uh, Kate Micucci actually plays Velma in most of the animated stuff now. Wait. The... Oh, what's her... Oh, God, what is she from? Kate Micucci? Kate Micucci? She's from Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, shit! And from Scrubs. <laughs> most people probably know her from Scrubs, but yeah. Oh yeah, that her role in Scrubs was great. Yeah. So Also Mindy so, Cohn voiced uh Velma for a long time as well. A lot of people don't know that. Mindy Cohn from uh, The Facts of Life. Really? Mhm. I didn't know that either. I don't know any of this stuff. I'm like I <laughs> you were saying the other day who was the actor Jensen Ackles, you were like, oh, he's Bat Family or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I realized, oh, it's probably like an animation thing. Mm-hmm. And I like, I just don't know all of the animation stuff. So Jensen Ackles for a long time has been campaigning to play a live action Red Hood. Like he wants to be yeah. uh, that character. Uh, so much so that he got costume designers to put together a very official looking costume for him. And he took promotional photos for it, trying to convince the studio like, hey, if you're going to do a Jason Todd thing, let me be Jason Todd. And it just it never came about. And he kind of aged out of the role. Yeah. Even though Jason Todd's got like a white streak of hair. And on a recent fan made uh, Scooby Doo called Mystery yeah. Incorporated, they have a 30 something year old woman playing Velma as well is supposed to be in high school. So it's whatever, you know? Well, Jensen Ackles, like 40 something. So it, it, it is, you know, I don't think he could play a young Jason Todd, like, I mean, a, like a high schooler. Yeah. They could always explain it. Oh, you know, he went through so much trauma in the Lazarus pit when he came back to life that he aged so many years and he looks older than he actually, you know, some bullshit. He's a white man in Hollywood. They'll, they'll let no, him play no, no. whatever that's, age. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah you know. So in this version uh, of the Velma series, uh, Velma's going to be 
uh, Indian. And that's because Mindy Kaling is, of course, the creator, and she wanted to make that change, and that's fine. This isn't the first time that Velma's going to be played by a person of color either. So, of course, the Internet is perfectly fine with this. Yes. Yeah, they don't have any complaints. Not at all. They're not being racist at all. What's interesting to me is the way that this even came about the news cycle today. It was saying that, because this was announced a long time ago, Mindy Kaling's Velma project. It was announced a long time ago. But... The way that it was making the rounds today is that they released the first official still of the show. And oh, yeah, the st- that looked so dark. It was so dark. Like, they wanted you to know, like, this is for adults. So in this still, if I can describe it, it features in the foreground, so you can't miss it, mm-hmm. a young lady decapitated, not decapitated. Uh, her, scully removed. The, yeah, yeah. Her hat rack was cracked. Her brain was missing in a locker room. Yeah. They were surrounded by teenage girls in various states of undress. Yeah. One of them was just covered in bubbles. And then you was have that um oh god. Um Velma or Daphne? Daphne? I think was so. Daphne? Yeah. So they I were just so. like, okay, Daphne's naked in this. Right, right. So she's naked. Scooby-Doo fucks. And then you have Velma <laughs> fully clothed, standing there looking horrified. And the main comment that you would see on this photo is, why is Velma Brown? It's like, motherfucker, there is a girl with a brain missing right here. How are you focusing on the color of a cartoon character? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's that's, that's racism. That features a talking dog. But you're like, oh, no, we got to stay true to the roots. Look, the people people who were around in 1969 when the first Scooby-Doo debuted, are too old to care about this. And if they do care about this, they need to go check on their fucking dentures and make sure they're still firmly in place. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I don't understand that at all. Like, get over it. I I don't I don't understand why we have to do this every fucking time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, other than, like, it's hopefully the dying cries of morons Mm -hmm. on their way out you know yeah so what's interesting about this too uh the article that variety linked to is from 2021 and they haven't updated it since uh with any of the new imagery or anything like that it was just like hey Mm -hmm. we reported on this here's the link whatever yeah um but when they put it out there i'm thinking oh this is all brand new information so i'm just reading it like line by line just you know doing my due diligence as a you know reporter and everything but I get down to the end and they're like, also coming soon is the, uh, the Boondocks reboot. And I'm like, oh, that got canceled. And then I looked at the date and I'm like, oh, that was from 2020. Mm, okay. Yeah. I forgot that got canceled. That sucks. Yeah. And it's so weird. No one's talking about it. There are so many noises happening outside my window tonight. <laughs> I did hear that one. I haven't heard anything else. There's a dog that's been barking since we started. You know, fun fact. Oh, I don't me. hear him at all. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, the thing about, boondocks is no one ever actually gives any official information about what's happening yeah so i feel like that show's always going to be on the table though right like i think it has that vibe of like if he wants to make it again he will make it again right and they will figure out a way to work with him yeah and if he doesn't he doesn't right i feel the same way i know it's a kind of a weird comparison but i feel the same way about david lynch and twin peaks like if he wants to make it he will find the people to make it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he will find a way. He just usually doesn't want to. <laughs> it's interesting. Aaron Magruder is one of those personalities that you only hear about him when he's working on something, you know? Mm-hmm. But if he's not, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, he made Black Jesus for Adult Swim. That came and went. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that just disappeared. You know, Charlie Murphy passed away, uh, you know, so. I mean, that's kind of smart, though. Like, nowadays, isn't that what you would want to do? Make something and then dip? Because people are fucking nuts. They really are. <laughs> and why why have yourself out there in such a big way, you know, when you yeah. have a wider audience? I wouldn't want to. It's true. And somebody like We Aaron have a Magruder, nice, tiny audience. We like, do. We have, we have a cozy audience. I'm fine with being out there the way that I am with our audience. If we were a lot bigger, I would be more closed off. I can tell you that right now. So semi-related, uh, I had to reset my Xbox recently because I was doing some shady stuff on it. Um, oh, cool. 
Yeah, and like, like pornography. Yes, because cool. you famously use Xbox consoles for pornography. That's yeah. what you do. Uh, <laughs> that's short for sex box. That's right. That's yes. often forgotten. You know, yeah. there's there's only one X, but they just remove the other two for you know, yes. so the parents wouldn't get hip. That's right. Um, right, exactly. I'm saying the parents, like I'm not a grown ass man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, my Xbox reset, and so did my YouTube uh, history, because mm-hmm. I never signed into the yet. I never signed into YouTube on the Xbox for a specific reason. I had crafted uh, a, a watch history on the Xbox specifically that gave me a different side of YouTube than I would normally get under my sign-on name. So I'm okay. like, well, let's see how the other half lives. You know, and I go on the Xbox and I watch some stuff on there. Like, it, it likes to give me, like, the Cinemojo and, and stuff like that. You know, the top mm-hmm. ten list. These are the top ten movies to watch while you're stoned. These are the top ten movie villains that, you know, were actually heroes and you just didn't realize it. That sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mashable's best food in Chicago. I used to love that stuff because it's like, I never get those recommendations. Uh, on my own YouTube, they usually just give me, like, Oh, um, here is that episode of Scott the Waz from 2020 that you watched already, like twice. <laughs> right. You know, that's like, oh, thanks, guys. Here's some wrestling content. Oh, cool. All right. I, You're I like, have, yeah, that's what I wanted. I've subscribed to this channel. You don't have to recommend it to me when I, okay, whatever. Anyway, so the reason I bring it up is because now it takes me to vanilla YouTube. And on there is stuff that I have never had any association with before, like Try Guys and stuff like that, you know? Wait, what is that? Try Guys is literally just a YouTube channel with some, I want to say 20 to 30s white dudes who just try different things, you know? Oh, Like if there's a challenge that comes out, you know, then they do that. I was going to say planking, but that shows my age once again. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> the, was over 10 years ago. The but, cinnamon yeah. challenge. Yes, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, there's another one called the the hacksmith, where there's a guy who tries to rebuild uh, all these different items from different uh, comic book movies. Like the, the one that I saw today, he made Silver Surfer's surfboard as a real oh, surfboard cool. that could actually just go by itself. Um, they made an infinity cube that is unbreakable. Just all kind of weird shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the type of, like, people that are celebrities in the field that we're most associated with, I guess. Like, they live on a ranch together, and they treat money basically like tissue paper, and they just kind of, like, throw it around at each other. Um, hey, let's fill this pool with Orbeez. Yeah, that's a more recent one. That that one is more recent. Okay. Yes, let's fill this pool with Orbeez and see... If we can swim through it. Right. And it's right. like, you and look at like, the price that these Orbeez cost, and it's like, oh, that would have been $10,000, and that would have crippled me uh, for the better part of a year trying to regain that. They're not paying for most of that, though. <laughs> like, they're being supplied that. Well, the thing, they, they show that's part of the charm, though. They show themselves like, you know, they're just like any other any other person. They just go on Amazon, and they order, like, you know a big old box of Orbeez and they show them checking out and stuff like that. And they say, you know, click that subscribe button. Make sure you like this video if you want to help us out. You know, that sort of thing. Um, and they get I would money. assume that they either return that stuff or that they can have business write-offs. Oh, that would be an interesting, uh, you know, tax form to see all the business write-offs yeah. from guys like yeah. that. You know, why did you buy 10 grand worth of Orbeez? And they just pull up the video like, see, and yeah, we got all these hits. And it's like, all right, I guess we can write this off. Why cool. did you rent a penguin from the zoo? <laughs> don't worry about it. You know, I wanted to see if they like grilled cheese sandwiches. I, I don't know what to tell you. Turns out they fucking love them. They Penguins are cool. Penguins can hang. Penguins. Yeah. <laughs> Penguins can hang. Penguins can hang. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I kind of forgot where I was going with that. I have thread. no idea how the fuck you got on that subject. Okay, that was I'll bring kind it of back. Impressive. No, you were talking about how we have chill fans, and the yes. type of fans that I'm talking about that watch these YouTube channels and are like fervent followers of the mm-hmm. Try Guys, and even even the My Favorite Murder Ladies, you know, mm-hmm. the Murderinos. Like they can't go out in public, they can't live. Without, you know, encountering folks. 
mm-hmm. that want to accost them with their catchphrases and such. Imagine yeah. if you couldn't leave your home without somebody yelling at you behind your bicycle going, shout out to Turtle Soup or <laughs> bye, you know. I feel like they'd all be like, be excellent to each other. And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. There's going to be one weird one that's going to be like, be excellent to each other and don't get murdered. And it's like, wait, you're mixing up the... Okay. Yeah, you're doing a couple different things there. Or they'll they'll say a random quote to me and I'll be like, what the fuck did you just say? And they're like, no, 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 you said that on episode... And I'm like, oh, yeah, I say shit. <laughs> I do be saying shit. I do be saying shit. <laughs> it's all nonsense, yeah. you know? That's how we make our monies. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, if you'd like to be a patron, go to... <laughs> Patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. Make sure to subscribe. Hit that like button. Smash that bell. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Give us a dollar. Smash that credit card info. Smash <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine somebody just ramming their face and scraping it across the keyboard, like, you know, randomly. Swipe it on your phone. <laughs> don't don't worry if it doesn't work. Just do it. Don't question me. <laughs> don't you question me. <laughs> Don't question me. <laughs> Giving How me the business. You? All right. Um, so I'm going to ask you to go ahead and turn up your music, turn down the lights. I'm about to get sexy oh, with no. a little bit of info about the Warner Discovery post-merger news that came from uh, Wall uh, Street yes. Journal. Corporate acquisition. Oh, it's it's so it's dour. It's it's just so bad. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. The guy's name is David Zaslav. He's the CEO of Warner Brothers. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm just going to give you the, the choice excerpts here that come from Reddit. Shout okay. out to Reddit, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Reluctantly. Days into his role as CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zaslav gathered movie studio executives and grilled them about the recent string of box office flops. <laughs> including Cry Macho, a Clint Eastwood neo-western. <laughs> I had no desire to see Cry Macho, but I have no desire to see anything associated with Clint Eastwood any longer. I've never even heard of that movie. Well, they did a terrible job at marketing, man. I know, it- right? Like, if I don't know what a movie is, <laughs> it really is a bad marketing plan. <laughs> it goes on to say, and here, here's, here's where it gets interesting. Warner Brothers executives conceded that they had doubted the movie would turn a profit. People familiar with the meeting said, why, Mr. Zaslav asked, was Cry Macho made if they had reservations? When they replied that Mr. Eastwood had given the studio many hits and never delivered a movie late or over budget, he answered, we don't owe anyone any favors. Okay, but he also... He's never gone over budget. He's never late. He's guaranteed... And like... He has turned out a lot of hits. That's a good gamble. Like yeah. in in an industry that is largely about gambling, like I understand that gamble. Right. And I doubt his films cost that much. No, it's just a dude sitting on his front porch in a cowboy hat. Unless you know? he's collecting like a heavy check. I'm curious what that movie cost. Continue. I'm going to look it up. All they have to do is go to the Westworld sets, you know, before all the robot deaths and just sit clean and sweat on a, on a fucking front porch with a mug filled with like whiskey and some coffee, and you're good. That's the movie. Just, just grimacing. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Cry macho. Cry macho. What a terrible title. That's why it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I think it was hard to convince that fan base, that demographic, that would go see a movie like that, to see a movie with the word "cry" in it, and that's kind of mm-hmm. sad. Here's the best line of the article, though. Yeah. It's not show friends, it's show business, he told them. Quoting from the 1996 Tom Cruise movie, Jerry Maguire. Absolutely not. No. Mr. Zaslav, who last month took over the company resulting from Discovery's merger with AT&T Incorporated's Warner Media, has given every indication he wants to be a talent-friendly mogul, schmoozing with industry personalities at the Beverly Hills Hotel. But the 62-year-old cable industry veteran, a protege of the late Jack Welch, longtime CEO of General, uh, General Electric... Oh my god, sh- they made so many jokes about Welch in, in 30 Rock, but oh, yeah. I know that name. Right, and that's... <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. They say Jack Welch <laughs> squeezes <laughs> squeezes the uh, the efficiency out of his employees like <laughs> squeezing grape juice out of his <laughs> like like it was just so stupid. 
They say that uh, Zassel, I was about to call him Zaslav, has shown he isn't afraid to ruffle the industry's elite. <laughs> he and his team have been scouring the company's books, making it clear spending needs to be reined in. They have abandoned projects they consider costly and, un- and unnecessary. That including pulling the plug on CNN Plus barely a month after previous management launched the streaming service. I mean, that was a smart move. I think that CNN Plus was a bad idea to begin with. It shouldn't have been done. Right. Now, I don't understand why you would pull the plug on it so soon when you actually don't know if it could profit. But, like, I feel like that was just, like, a a waste of money. Yeah. Right. Like, just put all of that content on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Consolidate it. Um, and it says they canceled a DC movie already in production. And I was couldn't it remember. Twins? It was Wonder Twins. Yeah. Starring yeah. KJ Appa and Isabel May. KJ, <laughs> KJ Appa, of course, won, uh, Archie Andrews from Riverdale. I wonder how devastated he is right now that he has to keep doing Riverdale and he's not even doing Wonder Twins anymore. You expect him to show emotion visibly? That's, that's not gonna happen. Anyway, uh, current and former Warner Brothers executives said drawing people back into theaters remains difficult for movies that aren't crowd pleasers like Batman and Spider-Man. Odd that they would give Spider-Man a shout out. You know, I mean, that just shows it's all off the record stuff anyway, right? Yeah. So. All right. He probably was like, give me the (laughs) Spider-Man. And they were like, I think you're thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> and he's like, no, I, I, I want to hit like Spider-Man. Oh, okay, gotcha. The last interesting bit, then we can chop it up a little bit. At the same time, Mr. Zaslav is looking to make fresh Harry Potter-related content for HBO Max. Warner Brothers made all the Wizarding franchise's movies. People familiar with his thinking said, uh, and plans to meet with creator J.K. Rowling in the coming weeks to discuss the matter. J.K. ain't giving up shit. J.K. is sitting on that money. She don't need Warner Brothers money. And she loves creative control. So I doubt that's going to be a successful meeting. I... I, Part of me thinks that some of these changes could be really good and could be, like, turning the, like, Warner Brothers in the direction it needs to go in. Mm -hmm. And another part of me is going, oh, this is going to be a fucking disaster. Yeah, because it seems like his focus is cutting costs and really just trying to milk the industry for all he can get in a short period of time. He's one of those CEOs that I don't feel like is going to be around for a long time. He's only here for a good time. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, look at all the success that I bought this group. And then it's just like, well, none of this is sustainable. Fuck that. Look at this money. Look at these dollar signs. Right. But the sometimes having that kind of person leading you can create really good art because they have to get trickier. (laughs) And like (laughs) sometimes working against the man kind of thing. Yeah. Helps production. Yeah. Uh, One of the concerns that I've, I've seen come up online is the fact that, um, under his tenure, we still haven't seen a renewal on a uh, beloved fan show, but critically just kind of in the middle, uh, you know, as far as like eyes on the product and everything as well. Our flag means death has not been renewed for a second season yet. I don't understand that. Yeah. That's crazy to me because it's done really well. It has done. It's done pretty good. But I mean, it's it's only done good in certain circles. And you can see on the screen just how expensive it looks, too. So. Right, but like ratings wise, it's done really well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to judge that metric. I, I've seen a lot of, I've heard a lot of word of mouth about it, obviously. But like I said, it's only from certain circles. You know, I haven't seen like Entertainment Tonight. Not that I'm watching Entertainment Tonight on the regular, but I see the ads every day, and it's always about fucking Harry Styles, literally fucking Harry it's, Styles every day. It's like, it's the, it's the 11, oh, I looked it up. Our Flag Means Death is the biggest new series, this is from April, new series in the U.S. across all platforms. It was the 11th most in-demand show in the U.S. and worldwide. Oh, okay. Like, it's doing that well. Imagine like, we live in a world good. where that show hasn't been renewed, yet Squid Game has already mm-hmm. gotten uh, confirmation for a second season, or series, however you want to put it. So that that intrigues me, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. And it's still it's still doing well according to like these ratings things. It's 
it's weird to me that it hasn't been picked up based off of what I've seen about like how in demand it's been ratings wise. Yeah. Mr. Zaz is going to uh, make sure that nothing sneaks past him. So we're going to see what happens with this guy. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't either. Um, I mean, so far I don't care about any of the things that have been canceled really, but going forward, I know it's, I mean, it's probably going to hit stuff we like. Yeah. Well, Keenan was canceled as well, but that's NBC. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole whole different uh, network and parent company. You know? Yeah. Forget yeah. I said that. So that works. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll we'll learn more as it comes, but just the focus uh, moving away from HBO Max and more onto movie projects is going to be interesting. You know, we heard weeks ago. Uh, one of the things that uh, was discussed is the the lack of good Superman content. You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see a resurgence of the Man of Steel finally. Who knows? <laughs> God, I hope so. It's been long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's hit him with the quick hits, and then we'll wrap this up. All right. All right. So the incoming fourth season of Stranger Things uh, will feature a two-hour season finale. Now, this isn't going to be the series finale. They're still doing another ha- another season, right? Like, they filmed all of it back-to-back, and they're just going to release it within a couple months, right? Yeah. Season 5 is going to be the last one. That's, yeah, that's and, they, that's, and that's going to premiere later this year, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 That's so, still... Two hours is, is long. That's, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad they're wrapping this up, because these kids ain't kids anymore. But, you know, we've banged that drum already. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, she of Star Wars, has said mm-hmm. that they are done recasting Star Wars Legends and will focus more on the Star Wars universe after the Skywalker saga, outside of the Skywalkers. So we're going to see some interesting things coming from the Star Wars camp in the future. I mean, that's good. I think the best stuff that they've made in the past couple years, really probably since the prequels, has been like away from... Skywalker stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still rely a little bit, you know, on that Skywalker brand, just like in in the Mandalorian. You know, they just could not escape it. So, I mean, it's peppered in, but it's not the center point. I'm fine with that. I think that's what she means. Right, right. I'm fine you with know? that too. But we'll see. Uh, don't forget Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. The oh shit, yeah. Heir apparent of the Roger Rabbit uh, vibe is coming to Disney Plus on May 20th. Everybody's excited about it. I am. I know you are. Yeah, I want to see that one. It's supposed I'm not to be, usually like really excited about animated films like this, but I'm excited for this one. The early reviews are saying that it's something that you're going to want to see. So I'm yeah. looking forward I mean, to you got John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. I'm in. Exactly. I'm sold. <laughs> um, all right. There's a Rick and Morty anime series in the works so pass yeah i was gonna say i don't know if you're big on rick and morty or not i tried to watch like two episodes and the voices and everything about it annoyed me so much that i was like no yeah i don't think so yeah yeah i i totally understand i can see that 100 percent um this show is going to be uh an adult film show of course uh it's gonna stream on hbo max but it's by uh the (laughs) And it's anime too, so it's it's gonna be by the same guy that did uh, uh, Takashi Sano, who did some anime shorts featuring Rick and Morty uh, over the years uh, for Adult Swim. So that's something to keep an eye on for anime fans and Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I know a lot of our listeners are probably fans, and that's good for. I'm happy for the good fans of the show. The yeah. other ones, they know they know what they deserve. They know who and it's they not are. anything good. New York Times bestseller Mick Foley tweeted out, um, he goes, if anybody following me is a white supremacist, unfollow me now. And the white supremacist decided to all reply to him and say, what makes you think I'm a white supremacist just because I'm a Republican? And it was like, aha, gotcha. Nobody said that. But if you associate those two, maybe that's, you should. Uh, you know, that's fucking weird, yo. Look in the mirror a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. It's been reported that a robot has set a record-breaking jump of 100 feet straight into the air, which is terrifying. What? 
Researchers from Hawk's Lab at UC Santa Barbara have developed a robot based on the jumping capabilities of animals such as grasshoppers and frogs. How the fuck would they do this? With the new bot jumping a record-breaking 100 feet straight into the air. What? Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you make? Why would you make a thing and then train it to do that? When you asked, wouldn't even want to train an animal to do that. That's terrible. That's really stupid. When asked for comment, the robot simply said, "Yeet." Uh, okay. Okay. Was this whole thing fake for you to make that joke, or that, is that real? No, no. God damn it. The reason I why fake. I reported on the story was because I wanted to make that joke. Okay. There's video. Oh. There's video, which I will place in our Discord for oh, no. our, our friends and fans to be horrified by what they're about to see. Why are you? Why are? Why are fucking nerds? doing this <laughs> I, why are you making robots do things that nothing should do right like there's no there's no creature on earth that should be able to jump a hundred feet and you're like let's make a robot do it you know what hire a sex worker or something i don't know figure some shit out because i don't like what you're doing with your life <laughs> i'm very disappointed in you i don't oh. like it i don't like the robots giving getting this much control me it neither. freaks me out. I'm not cool with it. <laughs> not cool. Not cool, man. Not cool. Definitely not cool. Did you just share it? Oh, no. I did. So we're going to stand by and see in real time what our folks have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more things. Disney Plus has landed exclusive rights to the Elton John documentary Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh. Which is interesting because we just had an Elton John biopic. <laughs> <laughs> with Rocket yeah, Man. yeah, but I want to watch the documentary too. When is that documentary supposed to? Uh, they haven't come- announced yet. Okay. Yeah, I want to watch it right now. They've just announced that they have it. So I imagine this is going to be along the lines of maybe uh, Get Back. The uh, yeah. was it Get Back? Was it was it called Get Back? Yeah. The Beatles story. Yeah. Yeah, and like I feel like it's just going to focus on that recording, like of Goodbye Yellow Book Road. Like, yeah. That would be interesting. Or it could focus on his farewell tour, which has been delayed because of the pandemic. Yeah. But ultimately, that's supposed to be going on. He's been on. doing farewell tours for like 40 years, though. So. Just like the Rolling Stones and Kiss yeah. and yeah, all yeah. those guys. It's so funny. Farewell tour never means we, goodbye. You know, <laughs> I just saw him on this farewell tour. And uh, I went with Andrea, and Andrea was like, oh, this is my – She, I think she was saying it was like her third or fourth farewell tour. Oh, wow. I would feel so cheated if I went to see a farewell tour, and it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming back to town in a couple of months. I'll see y'all around. No, I'm. it was so funny. He's like, oh, this is my last time I'm ever going to be in Florida or whatever, and I'm like, all right, bud. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I've loved doing this. I like visiting this. And I'm like, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Sure thing. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. (laughs) All right. So there's that. Better better tour again, though. I owe Kayla uh, an Elton John concert. She was was very, very sad that she didn't get to go to that one. So there you go. I'm like, Elton, you got to keep going. He's going to see your tweet. Like, Elton, you got to come back for my girlfriend. He's going to be like, all right. We're going to fucking come back. Do it for gay rights, Elton. Do Do it for gay rights. (laughs) Do it for gay rights and gay lefts, whatever the case may be. He'd be like, oh, gay rights. And then he'd be like, ew, lesbians? No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if he's just like, oh, no, that's too far. That would be really funny if he was like, oh, it's a gay couple. Oh, no, they're lesbian. Never mind. All right. Last but not least, a couple of uh, resnaculous bits. Pringles Mm -hmm. has teamed up with Hot Ones to release three new hot flavors of chips. Uh, They're going to be available at Target soon, I'm sure. uh, That sounds good. Usually where they land. Um, Also announced today, Hot Pockets is releasing a pocket that doesn't need to be hot. Deli Pockets. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's just a pocket. It's just a pocket. This is a cold pocket. If you got to call it something, I guess. But that doesn't. So quite... it's going to be the same style of pocket. Yeah. But with cold everything inside. Cold it's cuts. going to be refrigerated, I assume, and not frozen. Right. Just make a fucking sandwich. Fuck. 
Yeah. At that yeah, point. That does really... kind of make me like, I haven't had a hot pocket in years. I'd imagine if I had a hot pocket right now, it would sit in my stomach like a ball of lead. I get one meatball hot pockets. You know have what I mean? You, have you ever had a pizza puff before? What What is a pizza puff? Oh, yes. Okay, dude, dude. A pizza puff is one of those. Is it like Tostino's? Like the little rolls? Yeah, but bigger. It's it's literally just like a I'm trying to think of a, a size comparison. So I'm gonna Google it. The closest thing I'd say is like probably like a slightly bigger than a Pop Tart, right? Mm-hmm. But it's filled with melted cheese and sauce and I've some, never had one of these. Sometimes beef. And it's spicy. A little it's got a little bit of spice to it. And it's delicious. Because you just drop it in the fryer. So you go to like a greasy spoon restaurant. Mm-hmm. You tell them you want a pizza puff and fries, and they just drop everything into the fryer at the same time. It comes out together, and it's just like it melts your mouth. Like it just sets your mouth on fire for like f- good 10 minutes until it <laughs> finally cools off. And then you got a good two-minute window in there where you can take oh. some good bites until it gets too cold and it just congeals and you see the grease. This is a, this is a Chicago thing. I okay. guess so. I guess yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? And you're like, no, 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 just go to a place where they fry things and yeah. they'll know. And I'm like, sir, what? <laughs> like, huh? Excuse me? How did you discern it was a Chicago thing? <laughs> like you just... I, I Googled it and they're like, Chicago-style pizza puffs or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. It looked nasty, I know. Like just just from the first glance, it does not look appetizing. But when I tell you that All of you just... to assume that I'm not a trash human that was <laughs> that didn't see that and was like, Oh, interesting. Like the official Wikipedia entry for it just has it on a on a bogus ass looking paper plate on a marble counter. <laughs> Oh, I immediately Google image. Um, oh, yeah, that Wikipedia is awful. Yeah. It's and like then so- I saw to- Tostino's, Totino's has pizza stuffers, which I assume are pretty similar because they kind of look like an empanada Yeah, in pizza form. Gotta but. be. But no, the official pizza puff pizza from, puffs. was it Il Taco? Yeah, the Il Taco pizza puff is just, it's magic. It's magical. You'll hate yourself immediately after eating it, but it's just fucking great. <laughs> That's something I'll have to try next time yeah. I'm in Chicago. Anyway, the reason I brought it up is because, you know, I had those before I ever tried a Hot Pocket. So, me, to me, ah. Hot Pockets have always been mid. Like, it has never been just like, oh, yeah, that hits the spot. I love a good Hot Pocket. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. That was That's true for every human that's okay. ever had a Hot Pocket. Okay. Nobody's like, Hot Pockets fucking rule. Everybody's like, Hot Pockets are the thing you have to eat after school because you're a latchkey kid. Like, <laughs> I can say there. <laughs> Hot pockets are latchkey food for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's let's talk. Let's think of some other latchkey foods. So you bought up Tostino's pizza rolls. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uncrustables. Toast, uh, uh, um, toaster strudel. Toaster strudel. Uh, I'd say even a, a pop tart. Pop tarts good any time of day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, easy Mac. Easy Mac. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ramen. Yes. Oh, ramen's a good one. Yeah. You know, specifically if it's in the cup that you can just yeah, pop the, right the in the microwave. Noodle, the cup of noodle hit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that type of stuff. If you if you want to go old-fashioned, just completely old-fashioned, just good, simple PB&J will do the trick, you know. You can't go wrong with PB&J. Can't go wrong with PB&J, but you got to leave the knife on the sink just in case you want another one. <laughs> Don't let you us... were one of those that was like, I can't do it. I can't put the knife officially away. Right, just in case you don't want it to touch anything else. My brother but you... did that too. I, that must have been a boy, like a teenage boy who like could you know eat each other, eat the entire house. Like I, I, I was, I was done after one. Didn't think about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, you just. I guess it was. You just gotta be. Be sure, just in case you wanted to go back. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's our prolonged uh, resnaculous segment, which was sandwiched in our quick hits. It was like a pizza puff, you know. The quick hits it was, was the it was the crust quickly thrown in the fryer. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> then bag removed. Of fries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening to our delicious pizza puff esque podcast. Um, you can find us at Lexamat across the board on your social media. We ask kindly that you consider keeping this pirate ship afloat and mm. donating to our Patreon at Lexamat, uh, rather patreon.com slash Lexamat. That's where it is, where we will give you cool updates 
and minisodes and stuff if you donate at a certain level. Mm-hmm. And you'll have access to our Discord, where I just posted something very scary for everyone to watch together and react to in real time. Yes. Um, it's also very important that you know that I am not asking you. I am telling you that you have to join our Patreon. Um, this is not optional. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're in a cult now. That's right. And you have to pay. Girl, you in a cult. Call your dad. That's you're our catchphrase, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that is ours. Right. That's ours. I've no seen one else has ever said that. Never. Never. Yeah. No. No. We created that. Mm-hmm. So. I've, I've never heard cool. that peripherally while Dee has been cooking dinner and she's listening no. to a podcast besides ours. Never, ever, ever heard no. that anywhere else. Other podcasts don't exist. This is the cult. <laughs> Welcome to the cult. That's right. If you think Jared Leto invented cults, you're wrong. Anyway, thanks for listening once again. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. It's your turn. I'll be excellent to each other. Hi. Mm-hmm.